Ikea is, I had no idea, okay? I went, to I, I went to Ikea for the first time. I didn't know that it was like a museum for basic people. I had no idea you go through. <laughs> you go through and it's like, it, there's whole rooms. You're walking through bedrooms and all of which are nicer than my room. And I'm like, this is cool. I didn't, I didn't know that it was like a whole thing. I figured, I'm like, why does everyone love Ikea so much? And I get it now. Now I love it. It's, it's great. It's yeah. Ikea rules. Yeah, Ikea does rule. It's, we don't it. have one. We only have a Yisk. Which is like ghetto Ikea. What is a Yisk? What the fuck is that? What is a Yisk? I don't know what that is. Shitty Ikea. I've never even heard of that before. It's like the Walmart. If if Ikea were like um, whole Renfrew, Yisk would be the Walmart. Okay. That's a weird... Okay. I think I get it. I've never even heard... But it's weird that I've never heard of it. Is it from another... I haven't heard of it either, but it's so funny. Google it. J-Y-S-K. Yisk. <laughs> is it from a, you are drunk this is gonna be fun My name is Dan. I'm Sarah. And this is the Hate Locker Podcast, a podcast where we hate the everyday, regular things that you all love to hate with a passionate yet fair vigor. Here on this show, the hatred is what brings us together. Today's guest uh, is Juno award-winning comedian, Sophie Buttle. Hello, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thank you. The whole family. No, this is not it. There's another sister. She's trash, though. We hate her. She's not funny. We hate her. We would never let her on the show. She can hit, kick rocks. She can find us amusing. She does too. She listens to every episode. She's really great. She's actually my favorite sister. I just get stuck with this one. This one, this one's more fun. But the other one, we, I talk shit about this one with the other one. Like that's, the other one's more stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both more stable than her, which is insane because I have really <laughs> stupid tattoos. It makes no sense. <laughs> She's more stable than both of us. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's got a real job and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Sophie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? What's How's, uh, how's the coronavirus pandemic for the last two years been? So is it two years, one year? I don't know what goes on anymore. How's, uh, how's the last year been for you? Years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I really hate the coronavirus. To oh, be let's get, you want to get right into it? Let's go. Yeah, pretty sure. seamless transition, I think. So I, I think hate so the too. coronavirus because I've been doing stand-up comedy for over 10 years, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, when the Juno had mm-hmm. finally built up some momentum. And like all you try to do in a show business career is build momentum mm-hmm. so that you can get better things. That's literally all that exists in our field of work. And I finally had momentum for the first time in my life. And then, boom, no more stand-up comedy for what seems like it's going to be many years now. Yeah. And it's pretty annoying. And I don't feel like I can do stand-up comedy anymore. I don't really know what my own thoughts are. I just, like, sit in my apartment and do Zoom calls. (laughs) And I've also recently started experimenting with caffeine pills, as you can tell. Oh, my God. Like, Um, Saved by the Bell. Like, Jesse. You're like, Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I haven't seen Saved by the Bell. <laughs> oh man, there's an episode where one of the characters gets addicted to uh to caffeine pills, and it's basically like on the show, it's like she's on heroin. It's a super. Well, crazy. the thing is, they they kind of slap. Like I kind of love them. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried. I have tried a lot of drugs that have really right. suited me quite well, but okay. this is something that I really feel like I could um, lose my life to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like it's worth living under an overpass for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. I'd give it all up for a caffeine pills. And they're only like, <laughs> for like $4 for a huge thing of them. Like this is like, this is the drug I have been looking for my whole life. Can you snort, <laughs> can you snort them? Um, you can't, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fi- Listen, I, we're kindred spirits. I would find a way to snort them if I was allowed to. <laughs> You can put anything in any part of your body if you try hard enough. <laughs> That's a really good point. Anything's <laughs> intravenous if you have if you have gumption. 
That's right. <laughs> that's right. I think, I think, yeah, that's great. So you basically you feel you feel personally attacked by the coronavirus is what you're saying. I do. And uh, although um, no death has really um, come upon me, my grandpa did get coronavirus. But funnily enough, my grandma, who is married to him and they live together, did not get it. What? And you could tell that the vibe from her was very much that, like, Jesus loves her more. And I think Yo. that she's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's good. I, I, yeah, it's attacked me as well. I mean, it's, it attacked me in stand up, but it worked out really well in some other areas for me. I lost, I got to, uh, I got on my first festival. I got on the Yukon Comedy Festival. What? That's so I was, awesome. I know it was awesome. I was going to get to do a whole hour too, and I was excited. And then, wow. uh, I know Doing my an first, hour is hard. I can barely I do an hour. Like, it was my first time. I didn't, I've done 45 a few times, but I've never done an hour before. Uh, an hour is so different from 45 for some reason. Like, I, I cannot do an hour. Like, there's so much filler and like old jokes that I have mm. to do. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. I kind of felt like I was going to have to tell some stories but it was a, that's what they want i was like i'll do it that's fine i mean i feel like yeah but so i lost that and then i was gonna do my first like actual like book shows in new york and i lost those too. wow so, but the thing is we'll get it back we'll all get our shit back and the yeah. thing is because people have been so stuck in their homes and without entertainment I know people are saying that it's going to be like the roaring 20s again. I don't think it's going to be like that, but I do think that every single night people are going to go to live events. I think so too. I I mean, even when, even when it kind of opened up for a little bit there in the summer, we were doing shows at a venue that was new to comedy and we were like selling out in like minutes for a bit. Like it was only 50 people, but like multiple shows, like right well, yeah, away. People love, people love being, being in a room together and it's like there really is a there really is a vibe from that that feels good yeah i want to go back to spitting in each other's mouths in public like, <laughs> i miss it so, yeah i also hate the coronavirus what else do you hate about it sarah what do you what did you lose from corona probably nothing nothing my sister works in an elementary school so Oh, so do you, I thought teachers still had to go. No. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. We yeah. do. We were out for a bit, but I have a 12 year old. So hey, he had to do his schoolwork, which is a pretty big fucking nightmare. <laughs> trying to get in grade six to do schoolwork at home when they just want to play Xbox. What are you learning in grade six? Like what's a grade six? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she was mad about it too. Like, I don't fucking know. Don't ask me. Fuck Why would no, I was like, mad. Yeah, it was hard, hard math. He was starting algebra. What? So his introduction to algebra, algebra in grade six? I don't his, remember that. His introduction to algebra was from his mom. It did not go well. Yeah, you don't know algebra. You don't know. <laughs> no, algebra. I don't know. Well, I do a little bit, but I had to like watch fucking YouTube videos to teach him how to do math. <laughs> yeah. You guys are watching it together, and he's like, "Wait, no. wait, rewind." And yeah, you're like, <laughs> like, "He would just get mad and walk away, and then I'd watch it, and then I'd be." Anyway, it was fucking sucked. That's how like, so annoying. It was irritating. I lost, I lost some brain, some brain parts. Um, I... <laughs> it feels like um, sometimes my boyfriend's really into like science and stuff. And oh, sometimes yeah. he'll put on like when it's his turn to choose what we're watching, he'll put on like a science documentary and then he'll fucking fall asleep. And I'm just awake learning for no reason. And oh I man. There. That's it's brutal. <laughs> um, your boyfriend. TVs. That's what happens when you get married. Yeah, Once you're married, you get separate TVs. You can watch whatever the fuck you want. Oh, I want to get married. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the dream. Talk about a fairy tale. Sarah's <laughs> husband's TV is in a hot tub uh, in the backyard in a gazebo. <laughs> I want the husband TV. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's, it's gross. It's gross out there. The vibe isn't good at all. It's messed up. <laughs> you only watch Transformers 3. That's the only thing you watch <laughs> over and over again. Man, your uh, Sophie, your boyfriend actually taught me a valuable lesson about Dairy Queen blizzards. Uh, Mason and I did a show together in Squamish, and we traveled up for it. And uh, I found out that he loves Dairy Queen blizzards as much as I do. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not quite as much as I do. I have a tattoo of a Dairy Queen blizzard on my leg, so you can. I mean, he doesn't have any tattoos, but if he were to get one, it would probably be of that. So well, would that maybe mean more? <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, I guess you know, if he did it, that's one thing. I guess. But I mean, he didn't. So, but he taught me that I, I, my, I said my favorite Blizzard at the time was Cookie Dough, and he explained that Cookie Dough, um, 
and uh, and like the fu any cookie like fudge anything like that that is supposed to be a soft cookie is no good because once it's in the ice cream it freezes and it gets hard and then it's not as good to consume mm -hmm. and i never thought of that and um he was right and i, I it kind of ruined it for me now i've reverted really? to, i've reverted to reese peanut butter cup blizzards and Oreo have you tried the georgia mud fudge blizzard no no it's, it's not on the menu okay tell me Tell me about it. It's um, fudge, but it doesn't seem to freeze. <laughs> okay. And salted pecans. Okay. And something else, maybe caramel. I don't know. It's oh oh hunks of brownie. Mm, it's very uh, good. That sounds. It, it sounds like too much to be honest. It's not. It's the only <laughs> blizzard I'll I, eat. I've recently discovered that if you get an Oreo blizzard, okay, and then you get fudge in the middle, like the Royal, you can get a Royal blizzard and they put fudge in the middle. It's kind of mm -hmm. warm a little bit. The fudge stays warm. And then well, that's what you need. This is the thing that you need for like an ice cream thing though, is you need different temperatures. So that's why like, yeah. like a hot fudge on a cold Sunday is so good because it brings them both like more down to the middle. Right. But having the, having the variation of, of temperatures, I think is important. Yeah, like sort of like sweet to salt, but like now you're moving into yeah. temperature territory. And, and what's, yeah. did he did he by chance talk to you about his system for McFlurry, like for McDonald's um, McFlurries? He might have. I think I might have been just so overwhelmed by the new information about cookie dough that I, I yeah. might not no, have. He's taught me a lot too. It's please, like, please, if you have inf any information about desserts that can make us better people, we're open to. I'm very especially McFlurries because they're not that good. If you can make them better. I'm all ears. Yeah. So go, what he yeah. does is he gets he'll get an Oreo McFlurry, mm -hmm. but you can add the caramel sauce to it, and oh, then they shit. can blend it with caramel sauce, and then apparently there's the um, texture just gets a lot better when you do that. Oh, so he gets some um, Oreo McFlurry with extra Oreo and extra caramel sauce in it. Yo. Because that's inherently the problem with the McFlurry is they skimp on the stuff. Mm. And it's just ice cream with a little bit of stuff. Shit, and that's my recording just died. It'll it'll save the thing. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going on my on my phone now if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. I'm gonna grab another drink. Which you didn't even have to tell us because like you just reached over and it was there. <laughs> like, you, know, so, <laughs> like, you only need to let us know if you're like getting up and walking away from it. If you're just like well, I just uh -huh. I just leaned over. Yeah, I just hope it sounds okay. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, I'm sure it'll be great. It's we are we're we uh like I said we're the the pinnacle of unprofessionalism here at the Hit Locker podcast. We don't <laughs> we we don't give a care. Um, yeah, it's bad when you get a blizzard that like it is um it's not mixed all the way, so it's like nice halfway through, and then the bottom is just soft serve, and you're like, come on, man! I know you only make like four dollars an hour, but like, come on, like do your best, or you'll never get up to twelve dollars an hour. You know? Yeah, well, for sure. And the thing that's really annoying is like when they say that the the thing is turned off or broken or whatever oh, it is the ice cream thing but the yeah. thing is i used to work at starbucks and right. we used to always put a sign on the door that said the the bathroom is out of order because we didn't want to clean the bathroom right. and it was never out of order and i'm pretty sure that it's that right that makes sense we said uh yeah we had a sign at shoppers drug mart being like the employees uh, will call the police if you physically assault them and uh, <laughs> We never did though when they did. We never we well, just took it. I was just watching this video about like life hacks or like like hacks from people that work at places. Right. And there was a girl from TJ Maxx, which we don't have in Canada, but this applies to like basically all stores. Right. It's that um if someone's stealing, the store policy is for the employees to just not do anything because yeah. it like puts it puts everybody in the store in danger if you like confront someone that's stealing. Yeah. Like they're they're allowed to go up and like ask, Hey, did you get everything you were looking for? But that's all. So you can just steal. Hey, are you shoplifting today? Uh be honest. <laughs> just be honest. Let us know. That's just okay, this is true at most places. I have a lot to say about this. First of all, lately I've been getting an urge to shoplift. What? I don't know what it is, man. Are I'm four Man. I'm, I just I'm not saying I did it. I'm just saying I've never I would never do it. I'm not a stealer. You've like, never done it? No, I did it when I was like a kid, when I was like a, t a teenager. Okay, because I shoplift all the time. Do I you? Okay, do this is yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I got a friend who does this shit too. He's he also shoplifts all what? the time. And he told me I like think it's important to shoplift. <laughs> I literally think it's important to shoplift. Why do you think it's important to shoplift? I love this. Well, because <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I think it's important because I always do the self checkout. Okay. And it's just too easy. That's so not shoplifting. There was quite a while. There was quite a while where the self checkout, like especially at shoppers, was there, and I was not shoplifting. And every time I felt bad about myself because I was like, I am such a little like bitch to the man. They just want me to come here, scan all my things, put it in a bag, pay for the bag, like, and then pay for all of it. It's just like, I just felt very much I, I felt used that I have. Yeah, I felt used. I felt very like condescended to. Yeah, I felt yeah. condescended to. I get that. Yeah, and I don't like um, authority figures, as you could probably tell. Right. And I felt that I was being an authority figure against myself, against my will. And I was like, you know what? I can just change this. Yeah, I can yeah. feeling. And now I've never looked back. You've taken your power back. Good for you. Thank you. I and I feel I very empowered really by it. Yeah, I think it's great. Really I get I'm it. afraid. I was in uh, I was in Winners today and had a candle, and I thought about taking it. I thought about taking a candle. I didn't. You do said it. at Winners, Winners, you absolutely can steal from. There's some places that you just absolutely should already be stealing from, and Winners is one of them. Whole Foods probably is one of them for sure. I bet. Any grocery store, any grocery store except yeah. like an independent, like small one, I would mm -hmm. steal from. Yeah. So I, I get that. I totally get it. I'm too much of a chicken. I think there's a big difference between not paying for stuff at the self checkout. I I but and like there's a difference between that. That to me that's not shoplifting. That's just like omitting to pay for something <laughs> but there's like if you're if you're like sneakily grabbing something and like looking around taking, and then like taking the lipstick in, out know, of the package yeah yeah like that's is, shoplifting that's what this I'm, I'm, is, this is the key to shoplifting if you are going down like an aisle and you're going to steal something don't look around because that's yeah. what the security camera people are looking for that's is true. people looking around but if you just have normal body language, you can steal, and why would anybody notice? Yo, okay, you're totally, you're pretty right about that, uh, especially if you look respectable like we do. You know what I mean? So, but like, <laughs> there's, okay, so I worked at Shoppers Drug Mart in like uh, a downtown core for 18 years, and there's the security that they hired there beat the shit out of people who stole. And you could steal. My friend, what? a friend of mine, stole. Like, and I watched them beat up a teenage girl one time because she was stealing makeup. A girl, a teenage girl who's 17, a 50-plus-year-old man, like, fucked her shit up. It was crazy. And the police came. No! And it happened all the time, and it was disgusting, and I hated them. I hated them. I, I, I complained many times to, like, head office, to, ever, like, a bunch of times. <laughs> I really did not like these people. I'm like, I would, these, these, every single person that worked for that company, they're called Footprints Security in Victoria. They can go fuck themselves. Fuck Those that. people... Those people were garbage. They were trash human beings. There were a lot of them were racist, gross, weird. They were the worst group of people. There was not maybe maybe like one or two guys who like was like, yeah, man, I don't know. Like I just work here. I'm going to school. I just needed a job. The rest of them were like out for blood. Like they came into work and they're like, I'm gonna fuck somebody up today for stealing. Like my a friend of mine, a friend of mine was in in the store didn't know i worked there i hadn't seen him in like a long time he opened up uh, granted this is a weird move and he probably shouldn't have done it he opened <laughs> up a thing of toothpicks and he started using a toothpick <laughs> and then he just put the toothpicks back and they beat the shit out of him they came in they what? got him in the store he had warrants for his arrest because he's a graffiti artist yeah 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 so, so they so they they uh they like where they stopped him and then he didn't want to stop like if they they did try to stop people first and then if they ran or tried to run they would pound them i saw them they, the guy had handcuffs he like smashed him into the wall all the toothbrushes fell on the ground he like beat him up in the aisle there i saw them i saw one guy get thrown into a window and shatter the window I've seen them fight out into the middle of the main street uh, downtown crazy crazy shit i'm are not making this up it must be just like out of work bouncers that have that same aggression for drunk people because yeah. like why would you act like that? Yeah. Or cop I, rejects. Yeah, well they are they're all I think that I think that the Venn diagram on the cop reject uh, shitty bouncer security guard is a circle. Yeah. So like you know this is this is wild stuff. So yeah, and so I, this I, I'll tell you one more story. This guy okay one time comes in and he was like what you were saying. He um he didn't look around. He looked like a normal guy. And so, but, but it was really slow that day. So the guy in the cameras was just watching. He was like the only person in there. So he was just watching him by default. This guy went around the store, okay, in shoppers and 
if, if you're in the States, Shoppers Drug Mart is like CVS. It's the same thing, just so you know. And uh, so he, it's like Walgreens. Yes, very good, sir. So he walks around. The, he guy walks around the store, fills up a basket with like hundreds of dollars worth of stuff, and then goes over to the post office, buys a box, puts everything in the box, and then mails <laughs> it to himself. I love that. Yeah, it's right, except for he got caught, and it's a federal crime. It's mail fraud. <laughs> not okay. You do that. It's like a federal crime. It's like mail fraud. It's not good, man. It's bad. So, so that's there's a similar trick at Sephora, which I have never <laughs> done because there's only one Sephora near my house and I can't risk getting banned from it. But <laughs> there's a thing that people do where you like you go and you like sneakily grab a couple things and then you go up to the front and you're like, Hey, I wanna return these things. And then yeah. they're like, okay, do you have the receipt? And you're like, no, I don't have the receipt, but they're still in their packaging, oh, stuff, on, as you yeah. can see. And then they're like, yeah, I'm so sorry. We actually, we can't return it. And then you have to make a bit of a fuss about it. And then yeah. you're like, okay, fine. And then you like take it and then you're like, could I at least get a bag? And they're like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good move. That's a good move. I used to go up to the busy counter at uh, the McDonald's next to my old work and when it was really busy and just walk up to the counter and be like hey where's my big mac that i ordered like what the fuck like i've been waiting and, and they they don't say and they're just like oh my god i'm so sorry and they just whip you up a big mac real quick and then they bring it to you it works every time oh, so it's free awesome. and free it's it's you, so it's fast and free smart i'm too afraid Listen, my husband what? puts his when he goes grocery shopping on the scale in the self-checkout he puts his finger under it to like make it way less like when you drop the thing on it and I'm like, you can't even do that. What are you talking about? No, but I think every, every relationship has a, has a criminal and has a narc. And like my boyfriend is absolutely the narc in our relationship. So like if I go, I try not to steal too much in front of him because he'll, he like calls me out. Like one time we were at the store and I, I, all I did was do zero bags instead of two bags or something. Oh, you can do he that loud, for sure. He loudly was like, oh, you hit um, zero. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? Like, are you, this is why I can't bring you anywhere. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> My husband's like, why are you saying you used bags? I'm like, because I fucking used bags. <laughs> I'm the honest one. I'm the honest one in this this situation over whatever the situation is over here as well yeah uh, we're at a bar and i'm and i'm like they're closing and i'm like you, i'm like you don't have to finish the drink you don't have to finish she's like well i can always just bring it with me i'm like you can't bring a drink outside it's like they, she, she's like they won't notice i'm like yeah but they're my friends who work there here and she's like yeah but they won't notice and i'm like but they're my friends who work here it's not the, point. Notice, no. the head writer <laughs> I mean, she would probably not like me saying this on the red record, but the head writer of 22 Minutes is famous for putting full pitchers of beer in her purse. Nice. And <laughs> <laughs> that's something I can get behind. That's, yeah. some, that's some law-breaking I am 100% I think on. Go ahead and do it as long as my friends don't work at the bar. Like, sure, you, know, sure. you know what I mean? That was the issue. I'm like, no, like, I don't get my friends in trouble. Anyway. Uh, yeah. all... And I assume, I assume as the narc, like, you also associate with other narcs. Yeah, probably. I do. The thing is, is that I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm reformed. Like, you know what I mean? No, so, no, no. Of course, you can go from one to the other, and also in a relationship, when it doesn't, it's not exclusive. Like sometimes it switches. There's just always one of each. Right. I'm always the narc. Hundred <laughs> percent yeah. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, like rules. Yeah, she, does, she likes rules. It's which is funny because growing up, I mean that makes sense. You guys, you, my sisters were never in trouble. I think that's what happened. My parents, they were they had it easy with my sisters, and then I came along and was like, "Nope, this is gonna suck for you now." I do cocaine every day. <laughs> it was a nightmare for everybody. Anyway, so yeah, I hate the coronavirus too. <laughs> what a fun time! Uh, can I? I have a topic to talk about. Can I talk about a thing? Sure. Okay. Um, I hate dancing. You hate I also hate dancing. dancing. Yeah, like but you hate to dance or you hate dancing that's happening i think i hate the concept of dancing oh so you're, you're like the footloose mayor <laughs> no yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally got, got big time john lithgow energy for sure uh <laughs> no i don't think okay so here's the thing i like to, to dance uh around like an idiot and like have it be funny but i think it's when like so okay uh I, my group chat for like this group that i belong to somebody today was like i really miss dancing we should have a we should have a dance party and i'm like 
I don't want to just like show up to a place and like I'm well, supposed see, to dance. The thing is, there. I think that you can hate that without hate dancing because yeah, that's okay. bad. Okay. That's okay. Thank you. So. Okay, so, so often what happens on the show is I come on with something where, where I'm not sure what I hate, and then you guys help me figure it out. Is what mm -hmm. goes on. You so hate the dance, dance parties are stupid. Yeah, like the I just don't want to like. Dancing like, cool is great. Like we're going dancing tonight, and then I go out, and then I'm like, so then the music comes on, and I'm like, okay, I am, uh, I'm dancing now. Here I go, and then I, I'm dancing, but I'm like serious, and I'm like, like you know, like well, it's, I'm not. It's, it's weird. Hard. I think it's hard for men to dance and I think it's hard for like very self-aware men to dance because you end up feeling very self-conscious. Like my boyfriend also feels very self-conscious when he's dancing. Okay. And I, I, really I hate anybody feeling self-conscious and feeling judged. So you mm. don't, you should ha have the right to not dance, but <laughs> I think there is a good time and place to dance. Like if you're really drunk and it's really dark, Oh, you don't drink. Yeah, but I used to, so I get it. I've been there. And here's here's another important part of this puzzle is that I'm a really good dancer. He is a really good dancer. <laughs> like 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 I used to break dance like for you like quite what? well for like years. Yeah, he's like, a, like I'm a good dancer. He's got the moves. I like do. Jagger. I just think. Okay, fuck. I'm gonna now I have to edit that out that you said that. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, I I but I I just think there's something about like, okay. I think dancing and taking yourself seriously and like deliberately going out to dance and then be serious when you do it is a problem for me i feel yeah, like so it's just fucking weird it's a it's weird that uh, the whole idea of like like dancing on an existential level like there's music playing and i'm just going to move my body to it is awkward it's a fucking weird thing it's weird it's, it's so my husband needs to be know. more needs to be more self-conscious because he fucking loves to dance oh he's so bad that's he's <laughs> no, not a, it's he's always not a the criminal it's always the criminal that loves to dance and he's like let's dance and i'm like i'm not fucking dancing with you in public okay <laughs> so you, for you it's just so you know what her yeah. husband husband zach looks like picture a uh like a like a 40 he's not 40 yet but picture a 40 year old dad who uh runs an excavator company and wears like like the you know but dresses like he's like 60 years old and has like a buzz I think, that's great. I think that's awesome i know it is it's absolutely amazing this is not like uh i just want you to know what you're picturing and when you're picturing him he's not wearing a suit and tie he's wearing Portland jeans and work boots while he's dancing when he's cutting a rug get it get him in here though that's what you want that's what you want and that brings the vibe up for the whole room yeah, I agree. I love it. I, if I want to, if if I'm gonna watch somebody dance, I want to watch that guy dance. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. you're not married yeah. to him. I we used to go to this. <laughs> this is true. I used to we used to go to a bar called Swans in Victoria and just watch old people dance. Like that was like a weekend activity. So like that's where you go to pre-drink. You for your first beers, you go to Swans and watch the old people dance. There was a guy one time who had like a, a map, like a, like a sightseeing map sticking out of his back pocket and a Saskatchewan Rough Riders hat and bomber jacket on, just cutting a rug to a cover band playing Bruce Springsteen. Yes. And I'm like, yes, this is it right here. This is the ticket. Like I'm That's here good. for that. That's the kind of dancing I can get behind. It's, it's, it's more, I don't know, like somebody dancing uh, at a drum circle, you know, like barefoot in the sand and like- very serious about it i can't do that i'm under i'm under the impression that men men feel more comfortable dancing when you have like a move like like i don't know if yeah, you remember yeah. and, um i think it was knocked up when seth rogan is like first at the club and he keeps doing the dice roll thing yeah, and all, yeah. his, all his friends are like <laughs> I'm dicing too much yeah, like yeah. i think the guys yeah. like to have like a thing the point yeah, like Mace really, my boyfriend yeah. really loves to spin me, and I do not like to do <laughs> butt. But it's like not fair that his move is something that I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my husband. Why do I have to get involved in this fucking charade? I know. Oh. You can spin. Enjoy. Yep. You get up there and dance. Don't drag me into this. Spinning himself like a little ballerina. What a cute. <laughs> I love it. I love that. A little pirouette. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Dudes do have a move. They have a move. I love that. That's so fun. Now, <laughs> I I like. You know what dancing I like the most? I like dancing in the car. I like car dancing. Oh, I'm oh, yeah. down with that. Car dancing. It's car dancing is all upper body too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a yeah, lot of hand, a lot of hand beat it's on great. the steering. Pointing out the sunroof <laughs> and just like just like just having a good. I like that. That's a fun time. I I did yeah, that in the car today. 
mom and dad came over to my house yesterday for coffee. Obviously, well, Alex driving. is going to hear this breaking know, COVID rules. We sat outside. We were it was outdoors outdoor coffee. Okay, they were right. driving your Beamer though. They drove and I was my like, car over. I'm like, oh, dad's crazy for sure. Dancing, mm -hmm. driving Daniel's car around town, his fancy car. <laughs> <laughs> I let, I'm in Vancouver for the week and I lent my parents my car while I was gone. And I've done it a couple times. And the first time my dad, I left it in a, a parkade for him and he came down to get it. And uh, he sent me this message and he said, I, he pulled up to the, the thing like to pay and then he didn't know how to put the car in park and so the guy behind him is honking him and every time he puts his foot off the gas it rolls forward and he's trying to like put money in the thing and he figured out that it's just a button that you press and then he couldn't figure out how to turn the windshield wipers on and he didn't know how to start it because it's just a push to start and he's like he thought that you had to put the, the fob in something and then turn it out to start. Um, do you guys have a, a spazzy to add uh no no, he's spazzy no. online. He's really spazzy online. <laughs> yeah, just on just his Facebook personality is spazzy. Yeah. In real life, he's mine. Okay, because yeah. I have a very spazzy dad physically. Like, I don't know what the what word I mean, but just like I guess just like clumsy. Like my oh, dad okay. is coming to my home and like knocking over so much stuff, and then <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, be careful! And then my dad's always like, it was primed, like primed to fall. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something on a table primed, or is that just it? That's you know really. I mean? that, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, that's our mom. Our mom is that. Our mom. Our mom was like, you gotta stop walking around because you're you fall like she falls all the time and she's. <laughs> She's not. She's only. She's like seventy. But man, when she's it, ten years from now, that falling, she's not gonna last. She won't last five minutes once she's out of the house. You know what I mean? Once she's eighty, she's, she's gonna have gonna, to stay home. She's gonna have to just stay home. She'll be used to it though, because the coronavirus pandemic will still be going. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to a podcast the other day, and it was calling. Um, it was like a futuristic podcast. They were okay. calling it the age of pandemics, and I got so sad afterwards. I'm like. What if this is the age of pandemics? Well, it is. Yeah. What if we're stuck at home for 40 fucking years? Okay, well, first of all, you're camping right now, so you're not stuck at home at all. <laughs> you're, not, you're, literally, you're literally camping. Also, can we talk? Can we, that should transition us nicely into um, you're, like, can we talk about that you're camping and it's, not, camping it's in fucking March. March right now? I don't like people doing summer stuff too soon. I don't like that. I'm doing it. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> I, I, know, I don't like it. That's not your answer. Well, I'm doing it. Okay. Well, that's it. For the, that's all the time we have for today, right? <laughs> well, I'm not in a tent. That's absurd. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Sophie, my sister camping means she just brings um, a, like a, an apartment on wheels to the forest. Well, I'm, I'm in my fifth wheel, but the furnace is broken. It's cold AF in here. <laughs> like it's like I don't have shit in the. I'm drinking this drink and it hasn't been in the fridge yet, and it's so cold my hands hurt. What's it's your inside. favorite? I see that's a white claw. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, it's well, I just tried the watermelon yesterday, and it's pretty delicious. That's what I was gonna bring up. I just tried the watermelon too, and it rules. Did you try it's the raspberry? Really they have a few new flavors. What's the other new flavor? Raspberry. Well, I didn't see that. I've only had so I'm I'm alternating between the lime and the watermelon right now. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change things I can, <laughs> the wisdom to know the difference. I'm oh my kidding. god, imagine giving it all up for white claws. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never tried a white claw before because oh I got god, sober. I got sober after it's they came out. It's 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 just like seltzer water. Like it's like what I'm sure you drink. Yeah, it's the same drunk. thing. It's same same thing except for I fight a cop after I have four of them. <laughs> <laughs> they literally taste like those um, bubbly though. They do with a with a hint of vodka. Have you tried the straight and narrows? No, there's no ass in that. Really good. They're, they have crazy flavors. Like this one is lemon lavender gin. Oh, and there's like a pear, a pear rosemary. Made for white people by white people. Straight and narrow. <laughs> in Sydney, British Columbia. Steeped in lavender-infused bees. Straight from a <laughs> farmer's field near your house. That's great. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, man, okay. Uh, Sophie, what's your stance on camping? How do you feel about camping? Which means I will not stand for it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> same, same, same. Do you like outdoor stuff? Outdoorsy stuff at all? Like, are you into that kind of I thing? like um, the most industrial feel hike. Like, mm -hmm. I like a hike that's, like, very pathed out. I yeah. like to be able to get a coffee before. A fashion hike. 
if you will. I like so, a hike. Yeah, I like a hike where a hike where I can take like a sexy Lululemon outfit picture. Um, but that's a that's pretty much the only outside stuff I'm willing to do. Like I, I go for a lot of walks outside because I live right next to the seawall. Okay. So I do this walk that's a good. lot, but that's that's for me that's camping. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll do I'll do outdoorsy stuff, but you gotta. But I want, I'm going back to a cabin with wife. Yeah, I like, like a I'm, cabin. I like a chalet. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I love a ski trip, but that also is like very, um, it's like a city in nature. Yeah. I like a ski Dang. trip. I like a ski trip, but I want to stay in the lodge. Like I don't want to go skiing. Mm-hmm. But I you guys don't have kids. Like if you do shit like that, you have to entertain your kids. We're camping. The children have been outside since seven thirty this morning, just running like, around. I They're not like parenting. Can drinking. you your kids outside at home, though, too? Yeah. Well, I don't know. People, The neighbors rat you out and shit. Here, it's, like, acceptable and normal. Hmm. Hmm. I think you just need to call the neighbors. Those, if, if those neighbors are ratting you out, they're not your real neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need them. <laughs> you don't need those neighbors. Tell your kids, to, tell your kids yeah. to gather in your backyard together two feet apart, and you'll find out who your neighbors are. Who your real neighbors are, yeah. yeah. you'll find out. Jesus totally Christ. Totally true. So it's just a gaggle of children here, and they're just running around and having so much fun. Probably, yeah. And uh, we're drinking during the day. Getting drunk. It's a dream, really. They're, they're, the kids are probably smoking weed for their first time, probably having their first... Probably. Uh, probably having I wouldn't first, know what Probably, probably having their first makeouts, probably fingering yeah, probably, each other. Probably There's no girls here. There's probably an older kid explaining what a blowjob is to one of them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's happening. And it doesn't yeah, matter if there's... My, kid, my kid's the oldest and he does not know what that is. Uh, you, He's you about bullsh- to find out. Bullshit. He doesn't know what that is. How old he is he? Th- stopped, how, how old is He's he? 12. He just he stopped believing in Santa like he six knows. months ago. You can, you can but, stop. You, go ahead, Sophie. No, but that's like a one year thing. Like, I think I stopped believing in Santa when I learned what blowjobs were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what you, you trade. You Santa, trade I was like, Santa, Santa would never allow this. <laughs> you trade, you trade <laughs> one piece of information to the other. Santa that's what happened. Santa's dead. Like, I tell you, what, the first time I ever came, I was getting a blowjob. And as I, as I came, I said, Santa's not real. And I wrecked it for the other person. That's, <laughs> that's what happened. That was, that was probably too much to say on a podcast with my sister. That I'm was sorry. really yucky. Um, I'm sorry for I did catch him watching <laughs> last year. Yeah. And so he still knows. believing in Santa, which so was a weird knows. dichotomy. Yeah, it was Santa. It was Christmas themed. Yeah, it was Santa like fucking the tooth fairy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, fine. I knew it. He's like, I knew it. I knew it. I was writing. I was writing fan fiction about this, and it was true. They're in cahoots. They're in cahoots. They're in cahoots in a brothel. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that kid. There's, there's, there's. You got to keep an eye on those kids out there. You. That's when you learn real life lessons not on the internet but when you're camping that's when playing you're... lacrosse on the road <laughs> and also you said it doesn't matter because there's no girls there that doesn't matter that's true that doesn't matter at all it matters way less than you think it does anyway probably um, sophie what else do you hate um okay so i hate when i find out a really famous person also has really rich parents <laughs> okay like donald clever <laughs> Like all of them. Like I was actually thinking of starting a podcast called like, do you know who my father is or something like that? Like talking about, because it's fucking every famous person. It turns out their parents are someone. And it's so annoying because it's like, it's just all very anti the American dream because you always Mm -hmm. think that anyone can make it. But in show business, it's literally just famous people's kids all the time. Right. Right? Like, remember when you found out Kim Kardashian's dad was one of OJ's lawyers? Yeah. Right? You found out? You mean like... It's all of them. Like, you think think there's one that isn't? They they are as well. This is... uh, Yeah, this is interesting. What about Taylor Swift? Wasn't wasn't she like a little mountain town girl? Um, I don't know about Taylor Swift. I haven't looked into Taylor Swift yet. Also, and Justin Bieber, too. His parents weren't famous, were they? No, okay. or the Wahlbergs, not famous. Justin Bieber. Okay, but this is the thing. There's like there's less. <laughs> there's less. It's like easier to name the ones that was all of them. don't have famous parents. Right, 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 right. So like we just named all of them. Like everyone else. Exactly. Is. Justin Bieber. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. She's got famous parents. She does. Who are her parents? Yeah, Blythe Danner is her mom. She's a Who famous actress. Blythe is not a name. That's well, a so name. this is a problem. It's like there's a lot of them. I was like looking it up, and I was reading all these lists and getting all angry. And then I was like, 
there's like a couple there's like a bunch of buzzfeed lists that are like people with famous parents like celebrities with famous parents and i was just reading them getting so mad but also not knowing who the parents are like, I like yeah <laughs> uh, uh, who is this yeah yeah they're of course of course that's their mom <laughs> <laughs> of course this is of course patty smith is uh is jared leto's mom of course <laughs> i knew it <laughs> 30 well, yeah, seconds, 30 seconds couple, to mom when you need to borrow some money, more like. There was, there was a couple of funny ones that were like, like, I didn't know the kid. Like, they showed it. It was like, it was like Meryl Streep's daughter. And it's like, did you know this is Meryl Streep's daughter? And I was like, that's all I know about her. Yeah, Darlene, Darlene Streep. <laughs> and they look the same, too. They look like Meryl Streep and her daughter look identical. Identical. Like her daughter came out looking like like sixty year old Meryl Streep, like exactly. No, she and, looks and, like and a hundred and twenty year old Meryl Streep looks like sixty year old Meryl Streep. Well, Meryl Streep <laughs> did that really smart thing where you just like always look kind of old, and yeah. then when you are old, you look the same. Yeah, like Helen. That's Mary. what I'm going for. Yeah. You look great. I, this is the thing. I feel like She's I look 14. like Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> you think you look like Meryl Streep? I do think I look like Meryl Streep. I think I, I, also, I would go with that. I would agree I can, with that. I can see it. I've never seen it before, but I see it now. Thank I get you. it. Yeah. yeah sometimes, you gotta, sometimes you got to bring it up a lot for people to see it, but I'm yeah. working on that. Just like <laughs> and I do the same thing with, um, with um, Paris Hilton. That's fucking right here. Oh my gosh. I see it. Now, now that you said there. it, I see it. It's, it's there. <laughs> Yeah. You don't look like Mar you don't look like Paris Hilton. <laughs> you well, look maybe like if I say it enough, people think I do. It's that. <laughs> you do look like the guy from Days and Confused though. The guy that's like you do. <laughs> Like you do look like that guy, for sure. It sucks because no we're not going to use the video and no one can see us, but trust me, my sister looks it's terrible. It's a really big guy <laughs> with the beanie who he thinks I look like. That's, it's that's because I'm camping and I have a toque on because it's March. Yeah, well... It sounds like you made your own bed. You can sleep in it tonight in your in your in your. It's gonna bus. be a cold bed. Uh, Sarah, what do you hate? Uh, well, I don't know. I probably should have gone first. I hate um camping, packing to go camping. <laughs> you hate packing to go camping. Yeah, it's fucking a lot of work. Yeah, camping it's is like, a lot of work. Camping, camping it should be like you're basically going to be homeless for a few days. Why do you need so much shit? We need way more shit yeah. to go camping than we camping. do in the comfort of our own home. Camping seems like you're just basically moving yeah. back and forth. Yes. Like you're bringing like furniture yes. and food and <laughs> yes. right. And ours isn't even that bad because we have a trailer, so like all the dishes and shit stay in the trailer. The only thing we need to put in is clothes and food, and it seems like it takes me like two days to get ready. I just want to say that Sophie just said something really profound, and I I've never thought of this really, but like yeah, <laughs> camping is moving. moving. It's moving for the weekend. I That's, hate moving. I hate moving so much. Moving I hate sucks. moving also. You're right, Sophie. You just kind of nailed it. Maybe that. Yeah, I hope that people listen to this and and finally abandon camping. I hope people listen to this and and see camping for what it is and abandon it for staying home because it's it's moving. It's moving over and over again. It's terrible. I remember when I was a teenager, we would go camping, but it was just to go drink uh, in the woods for a night. That's what camping was. Yeah, I yeah. I like to get drunk outside. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, on a patio. So patios are for. Well, we already have a plan to go again in two weeks. So yeah, the hell, I'm man. not. Yeah, that's that's. I can't. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, invested now. I'm fucking bought a trailer and shit. I'm if invested. Yeah, if you're in a trailer, it should be less packing. It should be way it, less packing. But like, the thing is, the thing is, is that if you're the kind of person who has a trailer, you're also the kind of person who brings way too much shit camping. So well, it's, only, it's only going to be, it's like people say like, oh, if I had more money, I would like need less stuff. I wouldn't have to be, it's not, you'd have more money or whatever, but it's not true because you make more money and then you just buy more things. It's more relative. So if now if you're, if you have a trailer, you're just going to pack it full of more shit because you have more room for all the dumb bullshit that you're camping with you don't need. And do you want to know the best part? Do you have an I'm Xbox camping. with you? I'm camping six kilometers from my house. And <laughs> 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 I'm not even exaggerating. I have to go home tomorrow to feed my cats, and it's four minutes from here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I forgot hot dog buns. My what husband's if, like, 
So well, drive yeah, to the they, store. They need walk to the store to get hot dog. Well, <laughs> yeah, you didn't actually have to pack anything. You could have just done multiple trips. To yeah, totally. You could call Skippy. I went home every night and slept in my own goddamn bed. You could just use Skip the dishes every time you need to eat. <laughs> camping, where we're camping, we camp here fairly regularly, and there's a pub directly outside the gate. We always just used to get takeout. You shouldn't be able to. But the pub closed, so now we're all cooking. It's kind of irritating. This is ridiculous. Why even? Why are you doing? You just put a fire pit in your backyard. This is crazy town. You shouldn't be able to tinder from your campsite. You know what so, I mean? Like I don't so know I'm if I already. I don't remember if I already mentioned that one of the things that I hate is efficiency. But this is a time <laughs> that I feel like efficiency would really help you. <laughs> it, it failed me. I'm not you, efficient. There's you hate efficiency. Like what do you mean you hate efficiency? Like you. Hate I think that society is too has prioritized efficiency too much. You do. I would agree with that. You do agree I think, with that? I think everyone's yeah, obsessed with efficiency, and I think it, everything should be more loose. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I agree with that on, on about some things and not other things. Do I, you know I what's funny now? What? As a parent, and efficiency and like things at our fingertips, kids don't wonder anymore. No one needs to wonder. They just fucking Google it. Kids don't mm -hmm. wonder. My kids, I just want my kids to wonder about things. No, but boredom <laughs> is actually, boredom, boredom is really important for brain function and really important for creativity too. Because mm -hmm. like, for example, when you go to sleep, you're a lot of the things that you've collected throughout the day that you don't really realize subconsciously get kind of wiped clean. And like, just so you can hold on to kind of the most important thing. That's one of the reasons we need to sleep and why your brain falls apart when you're sleep deprived is because right. you need to like empty those things out. And when you have time to be bored, your brain is able to similarly like sort through a lot of stuff. And that's when a lot of really good ideas will come into you. Right. Because your brain is relaxed, but conscious as opposed to unconscious. This is true. It's probably, I have a lot of good ideas in places like the shower or like when I'm running or like when I'm cycling, like when I'm not doing like a hundred things on my phone and all this stuff. You're totally correct. I only was making fun of my sister just for the words that she just yeah. used. <laughs> I, like, I get like you, you basically just read like a wine meme off the wall of your trailer. Like kids <laughs> need to wonder. Like, it's, like a bit, I, I do agree. I agree with the concept. You know, I'll fight for your, I'll fight for your right to say it. I think it's also a Louis C.K. joke about how kids don't wonder anymore. Is it? I don't, I don't, I don't, I, um, did I steal his joke? I didn't even know. No, no, I wasn't saying you stole it. I was just saying that it actually is a, I mean, I'm a Louis C.K. stan. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. I just really love people jerking off. Not his comedy. I actually am a fan of. Yeah, no, I don't really get his comedy. I just yeah. love his actions. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Hashtag me too. Just watching Harvey Weinstein movies exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to help him out. Oh, his life was ruined. His life yeah. was ruined, Dan. Yes. Think about him. His life, he's got to be in prison. Those women yeah. aren't in prison. That's so fucked up. I can't it's, even make it. So <laughs> you guys want to watch a Tarantino tonight? You guys want to watch a Tarantino? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I, I don't know. I'm like efficient when it comes to like work and whatnot but i am not about other things at all i will like if i i like okay i here's a good example i i like going to the store like i, I enjoy the act of going Thank to you. the store so mm -hmm. if i forgot something and i'm halfway home i'll be like now i can go to the store later again yeah. and, and then later on I'll go, like i won't turn around and go back and get it like i'll go home and do whatever i need to do and it's like an extra it's an extra fun trip especially right now Ugh. when like there's when, when when like the best social interaction you can get is is going up to somebody and being like excuse me what aisle is the peanut butter in do you know what i mean like that's yeah, that's like i mean that, that's my that's my friend greg who works at the grocery store like i saw greg today <laughs> we had friend. a best we, friend yeah yeah my best friend greg we had a good catch up today so six L six, good, great. That's awesome. Your apron looks really good today. Thank you. I definitely and, uh, have noticed that, like, because I've gone for quite a few outside walks with friends, and I just feel so much adrenaline when I'm in the presence <laughs> of another person. Now it's like my wedding, and like I'm usually like a very extroverted social butterfly and stuff, but I now understand um, social anxiety, and it's like. I like I just I get around another person now and I just feel all of my senses heightened and like mm. it just feels so good to be around another person but when you like when you are not used to it right it's it's just very um you can feel it in your body yeah you feel alive I feel like that hasn't changed like because I'm surrounded by 22 small people all day 
She means I like children. Like she means children. that much. <laughs> like, I feel like I see, I don't know. I'm forced to see people, but I can't see the people I choose to see. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. The only people that I see really on a regular basis are the people in my 12 step groups. Uh, that's like, that's the only people that's like, it's become a social interaction for me, which is nice. Uh, but I see that's the same nice. people all the time. It is nice. Honestly, it's nice. Thank you for that making is, the. Yeah, that's and that's great. a big part of it, though, like having community. Totally is. It, has a, it, is, a, it, it is a huge part of it. But I'm really lucky to get to actually still see people all the time. I really miss, uh, most of all, hanging out with other comics at comedy shows i miss it so much that's what i miss the most honestly yeah. it's like i i would rank stand-up comedy like i stand-up comedy is my life but i would rank it below hanging out with other comics at shows for things i miss yeah me too totally it's there's something about just standing with your friends making fun of the person who's on stage while they're on stage there's totally. nothing better there's nothing better in the world i love it yeah what i love is when you bring like a non-comedian friend and they say something shitty like catty about who's on stage and yeah. you're like oh yeah like oh i just oh. i eat it up i love yeah. it yeah i love it tell me tell me what you thought of everyone else on the show tonight afterwards you're yeah home. i love yeah, it and they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. that person just like didn't really have good jokes and yeah. you're like you're right you're exactly yes right. you're like thank you thank you yeah their timing <laughs> was off yeah. not, now i feel like i know the logo comedians because of this podcast but i'm not a fucking comedian but i feel a little bit accepted at the comedian table is that fair yeah being like you can def you can hang you can definitely hang yeah you can you know hang. I mean? like I yeah, get to hang. is that accurate daniel yeah, yeah you can hang out i mean we're gonna shit we'll shit talk you when you're gone but that's part of being a comic so i know, wouldn't if, shit talk okay, to you. I, um, I I would. that's my life is shit talking when you're gone yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine that's totally okay anyway. having siblings seems really fun i'm an only child and i just really love mm -hmm. the dynamic between especially like brother sister like just to like being allowed to be not even just being allowed to be mean but like loving being yeah it just seems like a lot of fun it is a, it, it truly is it was growing up growing up it was a lot more mean-spirited uh now this is kind of we've settled into this nice place where we totally get along all the time but we're like it's shitty true. to each other but like we no, love each other we're jokey shitty yeah yeah but we weren't fucking mean to each other growing up like it's really true. Like, one time we told daniel that um he had brain damage and another time um our sister told daniel that um our parents had died in an accident and he had to live with us for the rest of his life and then never said they were joking and i cried till my parents came home <laughs> sisters seem like more about like mental torture 100 oh, yeah. and because like my my uh, boyfriend has two older sisters and they both mentally and physically tortured him yeah me too and it's just like i think it just creates like a, a nicer guy to be around though like they just have like a more healthy fear of women yeah it's very you true physically torture you no you didn't physically torture me but the mental warfare was brutal i mean that's probably yeah. you know i mean now i'm an al i'm an alcoholic now so you know there's that <laughs> you gotta own what you did that's the best touche. Like, it's like, oh, really? You didn't bully me that bad? I'm alcoholic. I'm an so. alcoholic. Yeah, hold on. You didn't bully me that bad? I have to go now because I have to call my sponsor to talk about this. <laughs> That's a mic drop. That's a mic yeah, yeah. drop. It's oh, Alexi. <laughs> Can't drop it. Even though it's crappy and it keeps, it keeps breaking. Um, well, I don't know. Do we, we're, at about an, we're at like an hour. Do you guys have anything else you want us to talk about? I have about? one more important oh, please one do. I yes. As long as, so as, long as you want. Go so ahead. this one's controversial. Okay. Yeah. So I hate ketchup yeah ketchup sucks ketchup sucks ketchup is trash ketchup is stupid uh, i agree and this Ket is like this is coming from white trash like i recognize that ketchup is like inexpensive it's not about that like i hate ketchup i think that it itself is disgusting mm -hmm. and i also people are like oh but it's not like she doesn't think i'm disgusting for eating it but i, I absolutely I do. do because I do ketchup people i also mm -hmm. hate like people that Oh, I put ketchup on everything. Yeah, like it's just you. nasty. Yeah. Fuck you. I agree. Like I make a nice dinner. My husband pours fucking ketchup and hot sauce all over it. That's a oh. big fuck you. That's trash. It no, is. I, I totally agree. You know what's worse than ketchup? When a, when a, a restaurant makes their own ketchup. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And they're like, you're gonna want to try this. And yeah, you're like, I'm absolutely not gonna want to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're, you don't even know me. Don't come in here acting like you know what I should try. It. Like Dude, you don't. Yeah. I, that's trash. I don't want okay. ketchup. If I have to have ketchup, it better be French's or Heinz. Yeah. I don't want fucking but no name homemade ketchup. This is a problem. I love mustard. And Me I too. Can, <laughs> and I can do my own mustard, but I'm not. Like I use it. mustard as as freely and frivolously as ketchup people use ketchup. I do too. 
And I'm that way with well. mayonnaise. Yeah, I'm that way with mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is also great. Yeah, yeah. Mayonnaise and this is, is delicious. We just talked about mayonnaise in depth on this podcast uh, a few a few episodes ago with James Kennedy. And, so and James he Kennedy hates, hates it, it. And, and I said he, he was really great. He hates it. That. He hates it because he's trash too. Because if you hate if you hate mayonnaise, you're also trash. And then. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what. I also I is fucking trash. Is ketchup chips? Ketchup chips are bad chips. I love ketchup chips. What? And I love ketchup. <laughs> chips. I also love ketchup chips. <laughs> what the hell? I don't so know. What the- I love ketchup chips so much that it's actually one of the reasons I'm worried about moving to the states from Canada. Is I don't know if I'll be able to get ketchup. I'll chips. mail you ketchup oh. chips. Okay. Or all dressed, which are also excellent. All, all dressed is the worst chip. I'll oh say, my god! I'll, I'll say it. I'm loving all that. You know what's worse than all those things? Veggie sticks. I was going to talk oh about this. Oh my they god! Like okay, so we have to talk about veggie sticks because okay. you had a very funny exchange because you were like, I, I was like, you asked me what I was going to hate or something, and then I was like, what are you going to hate? And you were like, veggie sticks, and I was like, I love veggie sticks. They taste like clay, and you were like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. And what? what's important yeah. to remember is that I ate Play-Doh well into my over 10 years of age. You did? What? <laughs> I, feel, I used to eat so much Play-Doh. I loved it. Like, but yeah. So much, so much so that my mom and my grandma were worried about how much of it I was consuming. <laughs> so they decided to make their own homemade Play-Doh so that they knew what I was eating. And it did not taste the same. And I stopped eating it because of that. <laughs> Wow. So we were just talking, amazing. weirdly enough, on my camping trip, talking about making homemade Play-Doh and that we color it with Kool-Aid powder, which so you smart. incidentally cannot buy anymore. So how do you make your own plate? Yeah, you can't buy Kool-Aid, you can't buy Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid powder. powder? You, that, you, yeah. Half your household runs on Kool-Aid powder. How are you going to survive <laughs> summer? No more Sharkleberry Finn? Sharkleberry <laughs> Finn is dead? No. You know what to do. You know, you know what you got to do. No blue raspberry. Sarah, you know what you have to do? Please. You gotta take. You just gotta get regular Kool Aid and put it in a dehydrator. <laughs> dehydrated Kool Yeah, you can snort it. Do you know you can snort Kool Aid? <laughs> you, <book it. laughs> you can't. <laughs> Holy shit! This is incredible. We bookend the sh- ended the show with snorting things you're not supposed to snort. I know. When you go that extra few minutes, you get closure. <laughs> you do. That's right. It's very. Can true. I can add to the ketchup thing that I live with someone who loves ketchup and he does things fucking douchebag things like he'd be like hey let's put, split some fries and i'm like i love fries i'll split fries oh. so he goes to get them and comes back and they're fucking oh, covered in ketchup. i'm like you're a dick That's now i'm not gonna the- eat these because you fucking wreck them grounds for I, the similarly my boyfriend is also a ketchup head and <laughs> he will mix ketchup with mayo yeah. Like he'll, the sauces, he'll mix, mix ketchup with mayo because he loves a he loves to mix things he'll also mi- mix like you know, all the drinks at the like soda stand. Oh, is he a swamp water guy? Yeah, he and absolutely is. Swamp adults, water is so funny. Adult that swamp water. That's that's rare. Go on, <laughs> go on. Um and yeah, so then I don't want to have any of, of the mail, but I think that it's a tactic so that they don't have to share with us. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say. I'm a mixer too. Do you want to know what my favorite mix is for what? fries? What? Yeah, bullseye. Um, barbecue sauce and mayo. That's some good shit hey, right there. I have two things. Only the strong individual flavor. Okay. Two things to say about that. First of all, thank you for clarifying that you meant bullseye barbecue sauce as opposed to bullseye some other kind of sauce. And also, <laughs> the best mix for fries is uh, McDonald's uh, McChicken sauce with sweet and sour sauce. I taught you that. Peter Nelson, Peter when Nelson I worked at McDonald's, Peter Nelson fucking right in the McChicken sauce. It's such a big sister response to it's be like, I taught you that. You ain't it's, shit. It's not even true. It's not even true. It is true. <laughs> we used not. to make McChicken when I worked at McDonald's in high school. We'd make a McChicken with a patty, with throw cheese and tomato on it, and then a pack of um of the sweet and sour sauce on it. That's yep. some good so, shit like, right there. I will mention my laptop's about to die, so I'm going to okay. lose my feed in like two minutes probably. Okay. Well, let's, I just we, wanted, let's I just wanted quickly up. to say that uh, the, the best flavor at McDonald's is um, hot mustard. And I've I've spoken about this publicly on several occasions. Okay. Basically, on every podcast I go on, I bring That's up hot brave. mustard. It's brave. Uh, it's brave. It's just that some people don't even know about it. And if I can be the one to tell them, I'll be in their heart forever. That's nice. I love that That's for you. Nice. That's a nice part of your identity, in my yeah. opinion. That's really and nice. And I might be willing to get it next time I get a, a I've done it. Pack, I've done it, and it's good. 
I've done it and it's good. You can dip your fries in it. It's very good. Totally. Excellent. I dip my fries in it. I dip my McDouble in it. Oh, I did I've done that too. I've I did done that too. It, and this is the issue with it. Mm -hmm. is there, I, I, we don't even have time to go into it, but there's been more than one time that I've ordered it on Uber Eats and they either have not given me any dipping sauce or oh. they give me like sweet and sour or something instead of hot mustard. Oh my God. And like hot mustard is the glue that holds my evening together. <laughs> <laughs> when they do it, it is an assault. It is an assault. <laughs> and I have been assaulted. Keep in mind. Before you are assaulted, I just need to let you know if there's a superstore near your house, President's Choice sells a sweet and spicy mustard that is Next level good. It's not about sweet for me though. I'm not a sweet head. I want hot <laughs> mustard. I want it's it to be cutting. It's not very sweet. It's like it's just got this tang and a kick of spice, and it's really yeah. good. I will buy it, but I will not forgo my backup sauce. You'll have to I understand. understand. <laughs> <laughs> give it a try. I'll give it a try, but I will have hot mustard in the fridge just in case because if. If Sarah, if I got it and you fucked me, Sarah, I would never forgive you. You could never sit at the <laughs> comics table. You'd never have a seat at the table. <laughs> never. It's got a good kick. Okay. I trust you. I'm going to get it. It's okay, got a good it. kick. All right. We got to... Let's wrap this. Let's wrap this up in a bow here. This is uh, <laughs> Sophie. Sophie, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so fun. Oh my Sophie, god! Anytime, please have me back. I didn't even take a dent out of my list of things. Oh, I you can one hundred percent come back for sure. Uh, okay, we 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 really have a good time here. I'm glad that you enjoyed it with us. It's pretty fun. Uh, we, oh my god! We, we like to think of ourselves as therapy for people. It's nice. It's true. Yeah, I feel I feel good. I'm glad. I'm really I'm glad. glad. I'm not uh, so glad. I, didn't to, I didn't mean to lash out at your sister there at the end, but please, it's just, thank you. you know, okay. I'm not you can lash out at me. She needs, to put, she needs to be put in her place. She's bossy. She's a sauce boss. <laughs> I'm a sauce boss. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, God, thank you. So where can people find you? Where can people follow you on the internet? Um, so on Instagram, I'm at SoFBuds. On Twitter, I'm Sophie Buttle. And my podcast is Obsessed with Sophie Buttle. Yes. It's like the opposite. Yeah, I, do the, I do the opposite podcast of yeah. you. I have people on to talk about what they're obsessed with. Yeah. That's, that's great. Me. It's really fun. I love it. I love that for you. Um, of course, Sorry, yeah, carry on. Of, of course, we are, as always, we are brought to you by uh, Comedy Here Often. Please go to our website, ComedyHereOften.com, and check out the rest of our podcasts. We're a fun bunch. Uh, thank you to Marcel, our producer. Thank you to Grossbuster for our theme music, and we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you very much, Sophie Bottle, for being here. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you later. Bye.